Hey guys, this is a keen sense of mine. You're listening to your girl, Kina. Excuse me if I'm more, um, I don't want to say downing spirits or energy, but um, I had a real bad asthma attack today and it literally, I've never had an asthma attack this bad before. And it scared me to the point where I just, I thought I was going to die. Um, so I just want to talk a little bit about a mother's love. A mother's love and bond to their child is so powerful and unique. Is special that it can break through any barrier or any anything that comes to harm the bond in which is presented and by that I mean so with this asthma attack I had a panic attack and um, it made me feel as if I was going to die. It was the most scariest thing I've ever had to deal with. You know, it was even worse than how I felt back in April when my body, when my spirit or soul left my body for a period of time Um, because that was peaceful I wasn't fighting to stay alive I wasn't fighting for breath I was simply kind of like almost put to sleep so I called my mom. Well, I was having a real bad asthma attack. And I was crying. I was panicking. I felt like I was going to faint. I've never, ever had an asthma attack go this far. Like, I've been hospitalized. Well, not admitted into a hospital, but I've been in the hospital for my asthma. Just back in September, I was in there for a mild asthma attack. But this one was like... Asthma attack, and I was hot. My head was hurting. I felt dizzy. I felt faint. I felt hopeless. And in that moment, the only thing I wanted to do was hear my mom's voice. I couldn't calm down for anything. And I just wanted to hear my mom's voice. Because if this was it. And if I was going to die. I wanted my last moments with her. And as soon as. And my mom. You know she's studying to be a pastor and everything. She is a strong believer. 
you know what I'm saying? Her faith is beyond measures. It doesn't even make any sense. Sometimes I am confused. But as soon as my mom said, hello, I blurted out, I can't breathe. In the most frantic and and it was wheezing and you can just hear the desperation because I felt the desperation so I know she heard it and she said Keena you need to calm down and, and I'm just like I can't like you just don't understand I feel like and I, I just couldn't even say anything else and next thing I know my mom is praying so here I am in the hospital. My mom's on her way to me. I'm laying in the bed. And here they are prepping me, getting me ready. They're um I have a respiratory therapist comes down, uh two, three different nurses from different departments. Um and, you know, they're supposed to, like, ask you questions and do all this other stuff. But because it was so bad, it was like, she needs this, she needs this, she needs this. And it was like, she needs a double dose of this, a double dose of steroids. Like, they pumped so much medicine in me that it was crazy. And then put an IV in me, gave me more steroids. So after I had the breathing treatment... Uh, my airways was loosening more up and I was able to breathe a little better. Uh, it wasn't so hard and I wasn't fighting so hard for breaths. Um, but because there was still phlegm in my lungs and you could still hear it, which wasn't normal after you get off a of breathing treatment as powerful as it was. All symptoms is supposed to be cleared up. From what my knowledge, like I said, I've never had a severe asthma attack. I've always had like a, a mild one or a cute mild one. Like, you know, it's never been to the point where they like, if it don't come, like if we can't control it, we're admitting her. That type of serious. So, um, they put the steroids in my arm and well, in IV because it gets, uh, the medicine gets to, gets to my lungs and opens me up a lot quicker than it would if I would take it orally or anything like that because it's going straight to your bloodstream, whatever. Um, and so... My mom's there, and we're talking, and and she just looked at me like, I didn't know if you were playing or if you were serious. But then when I heard you, the second time when you said, I, can't, I knew something was wrong. When she said, I heard, um, she got to praying. She said, I seen what the problem was. You were having a, a asthma attack. I prayed for your airways to be loosened. I prayed for 
um, the medicine to go exactly where it needs to go. I prayed. I, she said she heard the thoughts that I was having. That's what made me nervous. And so I looked at her. I said, Mom, what you talking about? She said, you tell me what you was thinking. I said, I'm not going to lie. I thought I was going to die. She said, I know. And I had to pray that spirit off your mind. Because if you believed it in the state that you were in, you would have gave in. And you probably would have died. That's the second time my mom has saved me. And I know y'all like, she has to because she's your mom and all that other stuff, but... If y'all could just imagine, just put yourself in my mom's shoes from me losing consciousness in her hands, in her arms. What, six months ago? To me in a hospital bed fighting for my life again. That's hard. I mean, it's hard on me, so I know it's hard on her. But by all means and anything that's necessary, my mom will always, always fight to the death of her for me and my brother. For her kids, for her cubs. She has always been my rock and my shield. She has always been my protector. Even... She even protects me from myself, even when I don't want to hear it, or I know she's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I listen, I take heed to what she says, because ultimately, a mother's love is the most powerful thing. Outside of how God feels about us, a mother is second. That love is second. I just, I wish it wasn't always painful for her. But, um, that's pretty much it. I don't want to, um, do too much. I'm already crying at work. I don't want to rework myself up. Because I am very weak still. My chest is, uh. With every breath I take, I couldn't tell that my heart was working it over time to keep beating. And I don't want to keep working it up. So the less I talk and the less I, um, you know, move around, the better, you know, relaxing and staying calm and, you know. Stand away from things that can cause me to have a reaction. Which is very hard because my asthma is like Michigan weather. It's very untelling. 
Anything sets it off. Everything sets it off. Perfume. Scented candle. Instant cleaning supplies. Pollen dust. My dog. Air, cold air, hot air. funny my aunt Ruth had a condition I don't know exactly what it was she couldn't be around people she had to be confined to a room her room All because being outside and being around other people made her sick. What if I inherit that? Well, Thanks for listening, guys. Just remember, our lives don't belong to us. It's a great evil and war that's at hand. And we're all going to have to decide who team we're on. And I know today was not anything short of a miracle. Last six months, I know, was meant. I meant to be here. I hear that voice every night. And now I see he won't let me go. And that's why I'm always covered and protected. I have a praying mother with a vibrant soul who knows who God is. And then there's me who struggles. I know who God is. I know he's the only reason why I still exist and I'm here. And I know that he won't let anything happen to me because I'm too valuable. But yet and still I'm scared of everything he has to offer. I'm scared to be like one of the disciples. Because I've already been hurt. But he shows me time and time again that my life isn't mine. It was predestined and I was already born to him. Only thing is in the way is my flesh. But my soul is his. My mind, my heart is his. My body is the only thing left. And by any means necessary, he will show me. 
even if I have to look at death in the eyes more than once, just so he can bring me back to me, so that I can know that there is no one else but him, and through him everything is possible. And my fight isn't with him, it's with myself.